How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our Week 8 coverage, taking a look at the Bears opponents this upcoming week, the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to be taking a look <laughs> at the 49ers' depth chart, giving you our thoughts on their team, and talking about whether or not this is a winnable game for the Bears in a game that is very important to get back to 500. Before we get into this one, I would like to say the support recently has been incredible. You guys absolutely rocked it on the post-game show and aired out your frustrations with us. But we're on to our Week 8 coverage now. We're still going to be talking about the future a lot. If you want Bears content every day of the week, we're trying to bring you guys the most comprehensive coverage on the web. So do us a favor wherever you are listening, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, drop a like subscribe, follow, and we'll keep bringing content to you guys each and every day. I'm your host, Chris Malpe, today to talk about the 49ers, the two and four 49ers to be exact. I am joined with my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, how's it going, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, you know, just a little tired, uh, under the weather a little bit, and uh, obviously a little upset from last night or yesterday's game. Uh, I wasn't able to hop on in the post-game show with you and Jalen, but you know, that was not what I expected out of the Bears. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of uh, should have seen that coming. You know, every time the Bears play an opponent that's really good, uh, we seem to not score a touchdown. I just like It's just a thing, I feel like. And a lot of things have happened since the game. Uh, Coach Nagy caught COVID. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of uncertainties around the Bears right now, for sure, um, and around the 49ers. Uh, you know, they we'll talk about that right now as we do this meet the opponents episode for you guys. But yeah, a lot of uncertainties around both of these teams, so it should be an interesting Week Eight matchup. Yeah, the 49ers in a game that looked like there was like a tsunami going on during it last night yeah. uh, <laughs> fell to the Indianapolis Colts, 30 to 18. They moved to two and four, basically a must-win team. Uh, for both must win game, excuse for me, for both yeah. of these teams, uh, because if one of them loses, they could start trending in the wrong direction in an NFC conference that is very competitive. So let's hop right into this before we hop into looking at the 49ers. First off, let's just take a look at the game summary. 49ers coming to Chicago on Halloween, 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, 12 p.m. Central time. The two and four Niners are two and one on the road. The three and four Bears are two and one at home. They've done a pretty good job of defending Soldier Field so far. ESPN's matchup predictor gives San Francisco a 57.8% chance to win this one, leaving the Bears with 41.8% chance to win it. Taking a look at the injury report as of right now for the 49ers on Monday, this is obviously we'll get more developments as we move forward. Jaquiski Tart, their safety, is on the injury report, as well as quarterback Trey Lance, defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw, as well as Maurice Hurst and Trent Williams, one of their better offensive linemen. Taking a look at the pick center, the Bears are currently three and a half point home underdogs with the over under for this game, only slated at 39 and a half points. So Parth, we've seen the 49ers play some solid football this season. They obviously had a better start to their year and then have kind of tumbled downwards since. So let's start off by taking a look at their offensive unit. First and foremost, I think it's worth noting this as we start off. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said he's pretty sure that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start this game for the Niners. Trey Lance dealing with an injury. Jimmy G also has played some pretty solid football this season, so seems like he's going to get the Week 8 start in Chicago in a game that a lot of players and fans expected 
to be Justin Fields versus Trey Lance. Seems like it's going to be Jimmy G versus Lance in this one. So taking a look at San Francisco offense, they're scoring 22.5 points per game, averaging 363.5 yards per game total. Uh, they're averaging 22.5 points per game, excuse me, uh, with 363.5 yards per game. Sorry, a little rusty and a little bit frustrated still about yesterday. Uh, but the 49ers are averaging 243.3 yards through the air, 120.2 yards on the ground. Coming into this game, losing four straight, they're going to have Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. As I mentioned earlier, that's what it looks like. 94 for 145, 1,106 passing yards. He's got six touchdowns and four interceptions on the season, as well as a fumble that we saw last night. Leading the way for the 49ers on the ground, it's been a tandem of backs for them, but Elijah Mitchell, the rookie, is really showing out. He has 63 carries for 296 yards and two scores. Leading the way for the Niners receiving, Debo Samuel, man, he's becoming one of the better receivers in our league. He has 38 receptions for six. 648 yards and four scores so far this season. Taking a look at the rest of San Francisco's offense, Trey Lance, we'll see if he can get healthy for this one because you would assume if he can get healthy, they're going to use him in certain packages like we've seen them. We've seen them use him in so far, uh, similar to what Bears fans saw out of Justin Fields the first two weeks. Elijah Mitchell, obviously on the ground, alongside Trey Sermon, the rookie out of Ohio State. Pretty good receiving unit as well. Samuel, obviously, I already mentioned. They also have Brandon Ayuk, uh, the second-year player, as well as Mohamed Sanu, a solid uh, veteran there. At tight end, George Kittle is not going to be playing in this one. He's still on injured reserve, so we're going to see Ross Dwelly filling in for them. Kyle Juszczyk at fullback. I really like how they use him. And then on the offensive line, we'll see if Trent Williams can make an appearance in this one. They also have Mike McGlinchey, Daniel Brunskill, Alex Mack, and Lakin Tomlin, uh, Tomlinson. So overall, Parth, it's been downward trending so far for the 49ers, so you'd hope the Bears can bounce back in this game. The Bears have lost two straight. The 49ers have lost their last four games consecutively. Uh, we've seen Trey Lance play. We saw him get a little bit of action against the Arizona Cardinals, but it seems like it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo suiting up in this one for the Niners. So what have you thought so far about this 49ers offense under Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, uh, we haven't been able to see much as because as, they've gone through quarterbacks, which is as well like the Bears. You know, they went from Jimmy G uh, to Trey Lance, now back to Jimmy G. Um, what from what I've seen is uh, this offense is it, you guys can, you can stop this offense. That's for sure. Um, you know, they're very run dominant. Uh, the way Kyle Shanahan, you know, uh, schemes up his plays, uh, it, it's he gets his guys open, and that's the thing about Jimmy G. He's able to find guys that are open at most times, just the way they run their offense, the way they scheme it. Uh, I like Elijah Mitchell a lot. Um, they're running back currently who's who just came back after an injury. I think he started the last two games, and he's played well uh, ever since he came back from his injury. I think he is someone who's going to have a big game for them, and he's they're going to rely on him a lot because um, they have to. Uh, their passing offense hasn't been the best so far this year, uh, led by Jimmy G or, or their rookie quarterback, Trey Lance. Um, both guys have struggled a little bit, I feel like. And on the wide receiver hand, you got to watch out for Debo Samuel. Obviously, uh, he's the best player on that offense. Super fast, super uh, lots of speed, and he's been putting up some numbers. Uh, he's definitely looking like a top ten wide receiver this year. Does not get mentioned in many of those categories, but if you look at the numbers, the statistics, the way he gets separation, um, his route running skills, his speed, it definitely puts him up there. Uh, and he's someone who's having a really good season quietly. And Jalen Johnson's definitely gonna have a tough task again uh, to watch out for him. Um, but 
yeah, this 49ers offense isn't the best offense, uh, especially when you've played the Buccaneers and the Packers back-to-back weeks. This shouldn't be as hard of a task for the Bears defense, I feel like. Um, and it should be interesting to see where this goes. Um, I, I'm excited to see how this Bears defense can play against an offense that isn't as top-tiered as they have faced the last two weeks because it's definitely been a tough task for them the last two weeks. Yeah, we saw Garoppolo struggle last night yeah. in a game with – atrocious conditions any quarterback would struggle in that situation and we even saw Carson Wentz have his fair share of drop snaps as well as turnovers uh so you know Jimmy G's been solid and as you mentioned I really like what they're able to do with Debo Samuel I think he's someone who's rising to the top ranks as one of the better wide receivers in this league he's had quite the year so far Elijah Mitchell also a very solid running back they've gotten a pretty good rushing attack going but as you mentioned Parth uh, this is definitely toned down from the last two offenses that the Bears have faced. I do believe they'll be able to stop the 49ers to a certain extent. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, there's a reason that they drafted Trey, Lan- Trey Lance and they traded up so high for him. Uh, the future is there in San Francisco, and Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be able to stick around for much longer. So I feel pretty good about uh, the Bears' defense in this matchup and hopefully being able to contain Garoppolo and everything that the 49ers offense offers um but let's move on to their defense uh because this is another solid unit that the bears are going to have to go up against the bears are only putting up 14.4 points per game and they're only averaging 155 passing yards a game they are averaging 131 rushing yards per game but taking a look at the san francisco defense they're allowing 24.8 points per game to opposing teams and allowing 340 yards per game to opponents 221.2 on average through the air and 119 on the ground you'd assume khalil herbert probably in for another big week here in week eight, taking a look at their defense, they run a base four, three defense there in San Francisco, Eric Armstead, a solid pass rusher. Javon Kinlaw did get hurt. We'll see if he's able to return DJ Jones, Nick Bosa, obviously the big name there for the 49ers. He is a menace there as a pass rusher and we'll get to the quarterback, especially with how we've seen this bears offensive line hold up recently. Their linebackers, obviously, Fred Warner leads the way, one of the best in the NFL, all-pro, pro-bowl-type player who continues to put up good stats, get to the quarterback, make plays all over the field. He's one of the best middle linebackers in the league. Taking a look at the secondary for the 49ers, Josh Norman leads the way. That's a name I didn't think I would be saying here in 2021, but he's their cornerback one. We saw him play uh, some solid football last night. Emmanuel Mosley also in that secondary alongside Jaquiski Tart. We'll see if he's able to go. That's questionable. Obviously, this is six days before the game. And they also have Jimmy Ward back there, uh, as well as Kawan Williams and Dante Johnson. So Parth, this 49ers defense has done an all right job. We saw him hold the Colts to a lower point total last night until about the fourth quarter in that game. Uh, but they've been through some really rough patches, you know. They allowed the Cardinals to score 17 in a game where their offense couldn't get going. They lost to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson had his way a couple of weeks ago, uh, and they allowed 28 points. They allowed the Green Bay Packers to put up 30 points. I have no reliability uh, in anyone on the Bears offense. I want to say I can rely on Justin Fields. Uh, he's been facing weaker secondaries and hasn't been able to do absolutely anything. So I have zero idea what to expect from the Bears offense moving forward, except for they're still going to give a heavy hand towards the run game. But overall, what do you think about this 49ers defense? Um, They're talented defense for sure. Uh, they haven't played up to their level, I feel like. Like you said, they have one of the best middle linebackers in Fred Warner. 
and one of the best edge rushers in Nick Bosa. Uh, those two guys are definitely their best players on their defense, and they highlight that defense. Uh, and then on the back end, like you said, they're a little bit weak. Uh, I like their safeties, uh, Jimmy Ward um, and uh, Jaquiski Tart. But other than that, their corners, like you said, is led by Josh Norman, someone who we didn't expect who'd still be starting in the NFL to this day, especially after all the struggles he had a couple years ago. And, you know, last night um, I wasn't able to watch the game, but uh, it seemed like the 49ers defense was in it for a while. And I feel like they have been able to do that. Uh, they're able to keep their team in the game. It's, it's kind of like a Bears type of situation, I feel like, at San Francisco. Their defense is able to keep them in games. And then at one point it just blows up. And, you know, that's bound to happen when the time of possession is – favored to the other team and uh, the defense isn't getting any breaks. And that's something like the, that this talented 49ers defense is going through. Uh, they also lost their, uh, lost their defensive coordinator last called coming into the season. Uh, Mo Salah, uh, he became the head coach of the jets. So obviously a coordinator change can impact the defense a little bit, but definitely a very talented defense. Uh, you have to watch out for them and the bears offense. Like you said, Chris, they just haven't been able to get anything going even against weaker secondaries. So, you know, I'm not going to put much faith in this Bears offense. If anything, this 49ers defense shuts out, shuts us out, and looks sh shuts us out and looks dominant once again. And I would not be surprised about that. But yeah, you definitely have to watch out for Nick Bosa. He, he's definitely going to get to the quarterback a lot. And Justin Fields, he's had a tough time back there. He gets pressured pretty quick. Um, the offense line isn't able to hold up, and guys like Bosa and Armstead are definitely going to come up, come for him. No, I didn't know that the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator was a forward who plays in the Premier League for Liverpool. Not Mo Salah, Robert Salah. Robert uh, Salah, sorry. Was yeah. the defensive coordinator yeah. that the 49ers lost last season. Sorry, I had to correct you on that because I thought that was so <laughs> but, funny. That, that's, uh, that was but, in the comments too, so it's all right. Yeah, uh, Robert Salah, they lose this year. So, you know, their defense that is normally pretty solid and known to be a pretty cutthroat defense. Uh, a solid bend on break unit maybe has lost a little bit of their swagger this offseason, but Parth, you mentioned it. Nick Bosa is an absolute game wrecker, and him and uh, Fred Warner make plays in that front seven. So, similar to a Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith type deal, and the then, 49ers uh, you do could have call a pretty solid. Armstead and uh, Quinn, pretty similar. I mean, yeah, yeah no, their yeah. defense is just like the Bears, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have a reliable front seven, but they haven't proven that they can stick in games late. I have no idea what to expect from the Bears offense this week. I think the 49ers defense is definitely a solid unit. Uh, they can force some turnovers. We saw them do it last night against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but yeah, I mean, with how unreliable the Bears offense has been, I still think it's going to be a tough day for Justin Fields and co. putting up points. That offensive line for Chicago is absolutely putrid. Uh, and the receivers have been doing Justin little to no justice whatsoever. Uh, so I'm worried about how the Bears offense is going to be able to hold up in this one. But once again, retrospectively, it's a game where they should be able to hopefully move the ball and at least get a successful run game going against a defense that's been allowing 119 rushing yards per game to opposing teams. At least, hopefully, Khalil Herbert will be able to get going and open it up a little bit. Before we exit, let's talk a little bit about this game. Obviously, the Bears coming in on a two-game skid. They looked like one of the worst teams in the entire National Football League last week. But Parth, uh, you know, we don't need to talk about this for a long time. But overall, taking a look at this game, the 49ers coming in on a four-game losing streak. Do you think this is a winnable game at home for Chicago? Yeah, I, I definitely do. Um, you know, I'm not going to count the Niners out or the Bears out in this one. I think both teams come into this game needing a win. Uh I think Chicago's motivated, especially because the last two games haven't gone our way. 
at all. I think Justin's definitely going to want to turn that around. And Jimmy G still coming off an injury. He's going to be a little bit rusty. So the Bears definitely have some chances to pounce on. But again, the Niners are a solid team with a solid coach, a well-coached coach, a well-coached team, not even a solid coach. I think he's a really good coach. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be definitely a tougher tougher task than the Bears than I expected it to be, I guess. I was hoping that Trey Lance would be starting and it would be a little bit easier to pick up a W. But Jimmy G, he's a quarterback who's reliable and can move the ball on defenses and and he's had his time, so he wouldn't be surprised if he put well. So also, you think but, this game is is easier to win with if Trey Lance were to be starting? Yeah, because I think it's the other way around. Personally, I think it's actually very similar to the Bears situation, and I think Garoppolo's better than Andy Dalton. But comparing the two, you see, you bring in the rookie with either Justin Fields or Trey Lance, and they bring that dual threat ability that you don't see from a game manager like Garoppolo or Dalton. Um, so personally, I think it would be a tougher game if Lance were playing. Uh, and obviously we still have I just feel like the Bears could scheme up something against the rookie quarterbacks, uh, that could potentially just, you know, catch Lance off guard and be able to, well, you know, blow him out or something. But I don't know. I think Lance is still a good quarterback, so you never know what can happen. And like you said, uh, he is a very good runner and he's a, he's, a, he, I think he's a little bit more dual threat than Justin Fields. I think you can say that, especially with the way he was drafted third overall for a reason. Exactly. You know, he's drafted eight picks ahead yeah. of Fields. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think both quarterbacks honestly haven't done, I, I think they both all give an equal chance. I think Andy Dalton and Justin Fields at this point, give us an equal chance to win. And I feel the same way for the Niners, uh, for Jimmy G and Trey Lance. I think they're both still, 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 still getting better, um, and still have a long way to go. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, with, with the instability of Chicago's offense, we really haven't seen that pop from Justin Fields yet. And I don't know if it's due to the play calling. I don't know if it's due to Justin playing bad because yeah. yesterday, frankly, wasn't a good game for him. I don't know if it's the offensive line giving him a millisecond. It feels like every time he drops back in the pocket, I don't know if it's his receivers dropping passes, not being able to create separation. Uh, the bears offense has been as unreliable as they've ever been with Mitchell Trubisky, with Jay Cutler. I think um, it looks worse than it was with Trubisky right now. And it's, yeah. That's and a and luckily for bears fans. And I think you got to realize that this is a rookie quarterback who will only be making his sixth start in this game. And this stuff takes time and you got to be patient. And also uh, with Matt Nagy, no, he's not calling plays anymore, but the play calling isn't vastly improving under Bill Lazor. It's better than Nagy, but it's still I mean, he's well still below. calling from Nagy's play oh, designs yeah. Yeah. and everything. Uh, and uh, honestly, those play designs are complete trash, Nagy. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but you know, it, it's still below league average. The exactly. offense that Bill Lazor calls, unfortunately, so you know, we'll be able to talk about it down the road. And you heard me and Jalen talk about it last night, possibly needing some changes in Chicago moving forward at offensive exactly. play caller. Um, and possibly even head coach. But, uh, you know, I do think this is a winnable game for the Bears. I think this offense that they're facing is scaled down. I think it's actually the second-best offense that the Bears are going up against all season. Um, the Rams were a pretty good unit. Bengals are proving to be a better and better unit as they move forward, but Chicago did fine with them. The Browns played some pretty good offense. Uh, the Lions were not great. The Raiders were not great against us, but still are a good unit. And then, obviously, you've got Green Bay and Tampa Bay. So I actually think this 49ers offense is one of the more scaled-down ones that the Bears are going to face in this tough stretch. So I believe that the Bears will be able to find more success defensively in this one and hopefully get their offense some opportunities to score. I have zero clue what to expect from Chicago's offense and Justin Fields outside of a hopefully consistent and reliable run game. 
Uh, but the Bears are going to have to put up points if they want to win this one. You can't be putting up three points in these games and expecting to win. Uh, but overall, definitely a winnable game for the Bears. So let us know down in the comments if you're listening in on YouTube what you think about the San Francisco 49ers. Also, wherever you may be listening. YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, and follow. We're going to be bringing you guys Bears 49ers coverage throughout the week, so be sure to stay and check with us, and we're going to bring you guys videos each and every day. If you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. If you'd like to stay up to touch with us, up to date with us, and know what we're doing on an everyday basis, you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. Once again, giving away a Justin Fields jersey this week. That giveaway will be free to enter. So be sure to check out our social media pages. You definitely don't want to miss out on that. And finally, you can find the links to our personal social media pages down in the description for myself as well as Parth. Uh, it's a great way to interact with us once again. And you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, Chicago sports, and the entirety of the National Football League. Parsha, Monday, a little bit of a rotten Monday. I don't know about you, yeah. but we've had terrible weather down here. Uh, but we've got Saints. I'm like 30 Seahawks minutes away from tonight. you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I always forget. Uh, I don't know why I haven't come down and visited you or vice versa yet. But uh, Monday night football tonight and then a couple of days off. Uh, any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, no, last night was crazy. I don't know. My house I think was I woke shaking. up like 10 times. To yeah, like no, my house was literally shaking and like my bed was like, <laughs> like I mean, I thought I was going to die or something. I don't even I enjoy thunderstorms. I think they're super fun. Um, but yeah, no, uh, this weekend it was brutal for me. I felt like um, Ohio State killed Indiana and then the Bears get killed by the Buccaneers. Felt like I watched the same game over and again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, just hopefully. just put on professional uniforms. <laughs> What did your, your two teams put up? A combined 10 points? Combined 10 points and allowed a combined, uh, I can't even, I didn't even Almost watch. Almost 100, 85. Almost, yeah. Maybe over yeah. 100, actually. I don't even know. Maybe 90 something. Uh, but yeah, I didn't even watch the end of IU and OSU. That was horrible. Uh, we left at the like, end of quarter one, basically. Uh, it started downpouring then. But it's been raining a lot here in Indiana and across the whole entire country, it feels like. Um, but yeah, uh, big game tonight. I think it's the Saints and the Seahawks. Uh, get to watch Geno Smith on primetime again. Um, what What's up with all these Seahawks? Nothing games like Geno Smith versus Jameis Winston on primetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait. No, I actually like watching Jameis Winston. I think it's super fun. And Alvin Kamara, always fun to watch. So should be a good game tonight. Um, that's for sure. And football's football. So that's something on TV. Yeah, can't take it for granted. I mean, no. we're already about we're already, halfway yeah. through the season through, in college yeah. football and the NFL, and in the blink of an eye, we're already going to be around Christmas time, and this stuff is going to be uh, closer Coming to, to over end. than it is yeah. to continuing. So got to take advantage of everything. I love watching football, too, even outside of the Bears, as depressing as it can be sometimes, <laughs> seeing these offenses clicking and all these other teams doing well and figuring when, it out. When the Seahawks are able to move the ball better with Geno with Smith. Smith. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But – uh, yeah, should be a good one tonight. Bulls play the Raptors. Uh, I guess at least we have the Bulls. But yeah, the Bulls are great. The, yeah. They're they're killing it. I'm um, excited to watch Lonzo Ball. Um, I've always been super high on him, and, and I think he's finally going to break out here in Chicago with Zach Levine and Demar Derozan, Vucevic around him. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I believe he won the executive vote for the NBA GMs and front offices prediction for most improved player of the year. So, Hey, at least there's the bulls to look forward to, and it's going to be a long six days until the bears play again, but we're going to be bringing you guys week eight coverage throughout the week. Thank you so much for supporting us. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. 
And Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe, try and be positive, and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.